0: You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to In the Trenches. I love a victory Monday, but it ain't been a while since we had a victory Monday. Our Bucs played Thursday in a short week in Buffalo. And uh, if you listen to this podcast before the season, during the season, at three and one. I'm going to say right now the Bucks are what we thought they were. And that's not that damn good. They are they fighting? Sure, they're not laying down. But they are what we thought they were, which was an unestablished team with a lot of unestablished players and a lot of unestablished systems. So at the beginning of the year when I told you, you know, watch out for this and watch out for this. This is a first-year offensive coordinator This is a quarterback off the trash heap. Uh, Mike Evans is not young anymore. We don't get much out of Kate Otten. Our offensive line is patchwork. JTS can't rush. Devin White's overrated. We have a few good players out there, but not nearly enough. Not even close. And if I ask you as a Buccaneer fan, what do we do well? I can't wait to hear it. There's one thing we do well. We punt the ball well. Camarda's a badass, although yesterday he had one of the worst punts I've ever seen in a 40-yard line drive that ended up you know, equating in, in field position. I don't remember ever seeing a game that we've been backed up about as much as I've... Baker was coming out of his uh, uh, the end zone all day. Uh, probably four times or so he came out of his end zone. As an offensive lineman, that's a horrible, horrible place to be. And knowing that if you get a holding penalty, it's going to be a safety. That's not a good feel. So it's hard to drive the ball 95 yards or 90 yards. And that's what the Bucks had to do all game long. Let me say this about the Buffalo Bills. I don't think they're that talented. I don't think they're that good. They're good. I don't know. They're not what they've been. And they, they kind of let us stay in that game. Now, we Filer was out. Our left guard, who's been playing pretty darn well, um, Tristan got a, a thigh bruise. Hopefully, he's gonna be fine. We got a little extra time to uh, to heal up. Cody Malk has been struggling. The rest, of, it's just a, it's a makeshift thing. Auten has a good game. A good game for Auten is six catches, 35 yards. That's a good game. I mean, we can't. That's what it is. He's not Gronkowski. We could keep on talking about running the football. I'm tired of it. I mean, I came from running the football. Either you run it or you don't. I came from running the football. They don't. If I remember right, I want to say the first play of the game, the Buccaneers got six yards on a run. Then they threw it. Then they threw it for a first down. Then they threw it. Then they threw it. And they threw it again and they punted. You see the issue? How are you gonna become a running team when you run the ball for six yards and you don't go back to it the next five plays? You're not a running team. Stop saying it. Our Buccaneers had 45 rushing yards from our running backs. Forty-five collectively. I'm not you don't you don't count Baker Mayfield's rushing yards. You don't do that, okay? 45 yards rushing against a good Buffalo team on the road. This is not an equation for winning. Our guy, our number one wide receiver, is still Mike Evans. Who else? You know, there's a few examples, but who else is number one is silent for three and a half quarters? I don't know if that's Mike Evans. I don't know if it's Canales. I don't know if it's Baker Mayfield. But for God's sakes, figure out a way to get Mike Evans involved in the game when you can't score any points. Figure it out. Everybody else does. If you see Diggs or whoever it may be not getting the ball, they figure out ways to get the ball in their hands and they get involved. I think Canales now, you can be successful early. It's hard to be successful mid and late, because early, you're kind of just grasping for straws. You're asking for straws. I like to equate everything to Madden. Okay, I play a lot of Madden. When you play somebody in Madden, they go to certain place. They, they you know, they're going to go for. They're going to run a post. Or you know, they're going to run a seam. That's their go-to. The first couple games, you don't really have a go-to because there's no film. Not as film. 13, six, and eighteen. You add them up. It adds up to thirty-seven. That's 37 points in three games. Remember Warren Sapp used to say, Give me 17? That ain't it. 37 points in three games. And we lost three games in a row. We went from three to one to three and four real fast. No, 10 days, I think it was. 11 days. At three and one, with a straight face, I can say, This Buccaneer team is good enough to beat bad teams. At three and four, with a straight face, I can say this Buccaneer team is bad enough to lose to anybody. Anybody. They just don't, they're they're just not overly impressive for me right now. I wish, believe me, I wish they were. and, And they're not. What do they do well? Right now it's lose, unfortunately. Our offensive line is makeshift. Vita Vea doesn't play. I'm not sure Vita Veya's not our MVP. And going back to my boy Warren Sapp, I always like to quote him he's too big for Florida. He hasn't played 16 games yet. Not once. Missed the game. We, 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 we need Vita Veya on the field, okay? All the time. We just don't have a pass rush. We just don't have one. I'll ask you, who's our best pass rusher? I dare you to say Shaq Barrett. Last three games have been silent, nothing, absolutely nothing. I'm gonna say this, our end play on the perimeter is one of the worst I've seen in a long time. We had a young man here a Dignitary before the game asking me for ideas on putting money. And he said, what about Josh Allen, 25 yards rushing? And I go, that's a lock. He goes, why? I go, cause our ends suck and they don't get upfield. If I was a a defensive coordinator against Josh Allen, I would make sure my left end contains all the time because Josh Allen loves to roll out to his right, and then he's a menace. He did it to us all game long. Joe Tryon Shrianka. you can just say that I keep on abusing him and trying to say he's terrible, but do yourself a favor and and go back to all the Bucs games in the fourth quarter when it's crucial and see who's on the football field. If he was good, he'd be on the football field. He's not. They can't wait to get him off the field. I don't even know why he's on the field anymore. I really don't. I really don't. You know, Kamarda is having a wonderful year. That punt punt on Thursday just, it's a difference maker. You're punting from your end zone, You line drive 140 yards and they return it I think 20 yards. That's That's a difference maker, okay? Josh Allen on his TD run. Kalijah Kansi, somebody asked me, what do you think about Kalijah Kansi? I said, the kid has a lot of explosion, but he ain't good. That's it. From what I watch, he does have some good explosion. Ain't in his lane. And you know who knows that? Josh Allen. The first touchdown, Josh Allen just took it back, out of his lane, tuck it in there, touchdown. Tackling is pitiful. Tackling is not great for the Buccaneers, okay? There's another thing that's not great. When you get two or three penalties, you can complain about it. When you get nine penalties, that means the other team's more physical and is kicking your ass. Nine penalties is just... But the thing is, I think there was three or four false starts on offense. Buffalo's not that loud, are they? I don't think it's that loud in there. Or maybe it is loud. Jason said it's loud. What, how come we didn't have them in New Orleans? It's just you can't win like that. If you keep on going first and 15, you won't win. Like that's just a, Nine penalties is, is is not good enough, okay? Baker Mayfield, and I hear that that's the big thing. You know, Trask is a crash of Mayfield. It's time for Trask. Baker Mayfield is one of our better players, and that's not saying much right now, all right? You take Baker Mayfield out of there right now and put Kyle Trask in, we're talking about first pick in the draft. I'm saying it. The reason why Baker Mayfield is here is because of Kyle Trask. You're going to put him in there when the Bucks are still in the mix? They're 3-4. and four. If the Buccaneers go 500 the rest of the season, they probably make the playoffs or come close. As long as you beat the right teams. This ain't the time for Trask, yo. No way. He don't know football. When he gets in there, it's going to look bad. I'm just telling you. It's going to look bad. It ain't going to be better than the way it looks now. Because Baker Mayfield is is getting us out of a lot of situations. I mean, a lot of situations. Baker Mayfield himself has probably, you know, got us out of, ran us out of a good half dozen sacks this year. Okay? And as an offensive lineman, I definitely appreciate that. Is it all perfect? Nope. It's not. And for Baker Mayfield to have 42 attempts and have 237 yards passing, that's not good enough. It's, if you have forty five, if you have forty two attempts in football, you gotta have three hundred yards passing. It's just too much, okay? And you know, us as fans, and I know I play fantasy as well, and people get really enamored with this fantasy thing. A lot of times, you get too enamored with not throwing an interception. That's Mike Glennon mentality, okay? Oh, Mike Glennon didn't throw an interception. We scored ten points. Throw a damn interception. Go try to make try to make something happen. You're not taking enough chances. But that ball ain't going down the field enough for me. I know Palmer has some speed. We don't have a whole lot more speed. But the week before, the big play we had with Mike Evans? Where was that? Our wide receivers are not helping Baker Mayfield. They're not. They're not. There was a good three or four passes on Thursday where Baker Mayfield threaded it. Outside, you know, outside the hash. Great throws. And our receivers just dropped them. You didn't see that with Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady's going over there and he's chewing ass. And he's not throwing it to him again. I don't think Baker Mayfield's at that point in his career where he can do that or warrant that. Everybody wants to blame Baker Mayfield, not me. Do I think Baker Mayfield is the a, is a future? No, I don't. But you talk about blaming I'm not. I'm not blaming Baker right now. I think we could be winning around Baker. I don't think he's a future. Palmer has a holding penalty with a 35 uh, you know yard play. There was a couple a couple or bigger plays against holding penalties. Now the reason why they're big plays because we're holding. Okay, but we got to be more disciplined as a football team. And a little bit later we're going to talk about Todd Bowles and you know what he said in the press conference because. Not a huge fan. Not a, I, I don't dislike Todd Bowles as a coach. I think he's doing what he can with what he has. But at least some more inspiration from Todd Bowles, okay? To say, as a player, and players watch, players always have their eye on what's going on. As a player, I don't want to hear my coach say, we have to play smarter. I, I, That's not saying anything. We have to play smarter is not saying anything. All right? How are you going to play smarter? Does Todd Bowles know? I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that. Does Canales know? The answer is no. He does not know because he's a rookie. Canales is a rookie. You weren't going to get a, a known guy here with Todd Bowles, you know, Coming off of an 8-9 team and losing Tom Brady, you weren't going to get a known guy here. We got an unknown offensive coordinator. He's unknown. Unproven. And go back to the in the trenches way back to last year and everybody's crucifying Byron Leftwich. Nah, it's not about Byron Leftwich. not when he was great the year before. It's about the people around him. And it's about the personnel. And it's about having a 45-year-old quarterback that won't hold the ball very long. That ha- those were all big factors in the firing of Byron Leftwich. The year before, Byron Leftwich was one of the best offensive coordinators in the whole planet. And then all of a sudden, he sucked, right? We have to stop saying that our Bucks defense is good. They're not. They're not. They're below average to me. Here's a statistic dead last in third down de- defense. What? You think anybody, and once again, we're, we're in Tampa Bay. I played with Sap, Brooks, Lynch. Later on came Simeon, Quarles, Nickerson, blah, blah, blah. We could keep going. Okay, Rondé Barber, the whole nine yards. That's, you know, that's the pinnacle right there. If you say this Buccaneer defense is good, How the hell can you be good at something, be last in third down defense? That's not happening. They're not good. Get off the damn field. We don't give up a lot of points, but we are not good. We don't do anything well anymore. We don't even stop to run that great anymore. We don't. We definitely don't rush the passer. Nobody. And I mean nobody. Shaq Barrett, where you at? Where you at? Three weeks in a row. I just haven't heard your name. Devin White, I'm tired of hearing how good you are. You played two good games so far this year. That's it. Tired of hearing how good you are. I did hear in the offseason how you needed all that money, but I'm tired of hearing how good you are. Won't you show us how good you are and how the Bucks are going to have to resign you because right now I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't give him a nickel. He's out of position a lot. He gets blocked a lot. I was here with Mark Royal, was a former Buccaneer. He was a punter, but he he goes, man, he just gets drove by the yeah, a lot. Hardy Nickerson, Shelton Quarrels, they're in the right gaps. Blowing shit up. I'm not seeing that with I'm not seeing that with Devin White. It's it's not all bad. I think Jamel Dean plays well. Okay. For for a big physical cornerback, Will Ghoston makes plays all the time. Like the kid. I like the way he plays old school. He got that big, big 10 mentality. I know he went to Michigan State. I'm not going to hold out against him. But they are just, to be successful, we're not consistent enough stopping the run. We're not consistent enough rushing the passer. We have too many drops. We had too many penalties all over the place. That Durham drop with four minutes left, who the hell's Durham? Who is he? Why are we throwing him the ball? I know Evans had a drop. Well, I'm gonna say it was a missed catch late, not a drop. It would have been a tough catch, but you're Mike Evans. You're Mike Evans, and you made that catch. The whole other, the rest of your career, you've made it. Okay. Now that one, our one seventeen play drive, I think it was. I might have been more. I'm not sure, but it went like sixty yards. But that was <laughs> that was all the Bills' stupidness. That face mask was the dumbest thing I've seen. You're on the quarterback going down and you twist his face mask? All you had to do is raise your arms and and let him fall and the game was over. You're gonna, you're gonna wrench his neck? And he even looked at himself, he looked up in the score and he went, oh man, I'm gonna hear about this tomorrow. Imagine they lost that game. Imagine they mess around and lose that game. Now, Let's get to the Hail Mary. Sitting here with a bunch of people, some of which never played football, and that's okay. You could be, you could be knowledgeable and not have played the game. Oh, Godwin should have caught that ball. <laughs> First of all, has he ever played in the, under the lights before? It's hard to catch the ball. Period. Do yourself a favor. Run sixty yards down the field. Don't look over your shoulder. If, that's, if straight ahead of me is a goal line, run to the goal line and then turn back the other way and look up into the lights and see if you're going to catch something. I promise you, and he didn't even react to the ball. He didn't flinch. He didn't see anything. There was rumors that Mike Evans said, turn around. You can turn around all you want, but you ain't catching that ball. And, oh, the Bucks had a chance to win. Well, there was f- three... And nine-tenths of a quarters, you could have scored points back when. Don't wait till a Hail Mary. And then people are going to be impressed that Baker can throw the ball that far. He's an NFL quarterback. It's it's something's off. Something's off, okay? I, and you're right, Todd Bowles. We do have to play harder. We have to play smarter, too. But if you're gonna tell your team to play smarter when somebody in the in the media asks you a question you probably should answer it the right way because when they asked him what was going on when they put the field goal team out there when the center didn't put his hands on the ball at first he said i wasn't trying to draw him offside then he said we're trying to draw him offside and the center doesn't <laughs> you just wasted a time i didn't get it it's got to be for a reason the, the, the clock is stopped the clock has stopped, and they took a penalty for a delay of game, and the center's hands weren't on the ball. Never in my whole life. I've never seen it. I still don't understand it. And he didn't explain it. Either you're drawing them outside or you're not. They're trying to draw them outside, but you can't draw somebody outside. The center doesn't have the ball in his hands. It's impossible. I didn't get it. There's a lot of things that go on on this team that I don't. I don't get. I don't know if we're above average anywhere, the Buccaneers, I just don't. Then is it Trask time? You'll lose the locker room completely. You put Kyle Trask out there, Mike Evans is gonna shut down. Who else is, I mean, who else is there? Godwin, they ain't gonna be happy. I'm not sure they're happy now. You went from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. Tom Brady to Kyle Trask is a, is too far of a plummet. It's too far. Can't do that. Uh-uh. It's like, you know, racing. It's like going from Usain Bolt to me. See what I'm saying? I ain't running nothing like Usain Bolt. But just because you haven't seen somebody, that doesn't mean it's better. And I think that's the mentality of a lot of Bucks fans. Just because you haven't seen Kyle Trask, you think it's gonna be better, these guys see him every day in practice. If Kyle Trask was great, we'd have heard it. We'd have heard about it already. I have not heard that one time. I don't know if Baker's a problem, but I'm sure Baker's not the solution. I'm not sure he's a problem, though. We have Houston up next. Houston, who lost a tough one yesterday. Previously, in their four games, there were three and one. Listen to the games. Before you, say the Buc- Before you say the Bucs should win this week, let me show you the previous four games that Houston played. They beat the Saints 2013. They lost to the Falcons 21-19. They beat the Steelers 30-6. And they beat the Jaguars 37-17. I dare you to say the Bucs should beat these guys. And I dare you to say our defense is going to get after a rookie because we don't go after nobody. And we actually, back in the day, when a rookie quarterback, they have C.J. Stroud, when a rookie quarterback went against Monty Kiffin, it was lights out. You were done. You had no chance. You're lucky to score 13 points. I don't have that much confidence right now. I wish I did. I wish I had that much confidence with the Buccaneers going into this game. I don't, you don't, you know you don't. You know you don't, okay? Now, I'm almost positive Trash is not the solution, you have to ask yourself, why is Baker in there? That's the reason. If Trask showed what Aaron Rodgers did or Patrick Mahomes did or some of these other quarterbacks have been on the bench for a couple of years, if he showed that, we wouldn't even have brought Baker Mayfield in here or we would have brought Baker in to, to back up. And Baker can't be a backup. He's too polarizing. Here's where we are. We got a head coach in Todd Bowles. It doesn't look like he can figure it out. Canales looks a little bit confused. Uh, maybe you know, a little bit over his head. And our offense in general is just not helping Baker Mayfield. And listen, I'm not that huge Baker Mayfield fan. Never have been. He's playing okay. He's playing okay. They don't need okay now. They need kick ass. They, they need kick ass somehow. And if they don't start kicking ass soon, they're going to start talking about that draft pick. And then we're then we going to go back to you know bringing in a rookie quarterback and then it gets ugly from there. It goes Straight downhill from there I don't know if I'm ready for that But that's that's definitely what's coming next So As Buccaneer fans uh, We've had better days We lost three in a row Nobody would ever thought this But we kind of did even at 3-1, I was very questionable I said, okay, we're 3-1, let's enjoy ourselves And we're in a good spot But what do we do well, what's consistent and It's Now we're 7 games into the season And we still don't really do anything On a consistent basis Okay So listen, we have plenty of football left We got 10, 10 weeks left There's enough time to reestablish yourself Or you lose a couple games in a row And you throw a bomb on this thing Real, real quick if anybody ever wants to hit me up, it's uh, Ian underscore Beckles, and I'm on an Instagram person. And uh, and listen, I have some other podcasts as well. Hopefully, everybody's listening to all of them. And listen, I, I don't like any. I love to. I love Victory Mondays. I love seeing my Buccaneer team win. And I don't want to be sitting here belly aching as much as you want to listen to it. But I gotta keep. I gotta keep it real, and I can't be fluffy with it. And if you want to hear some more of this, I'm on the bone on Saturday from noon to two. Uh, with the football show, my boy, Heavy Lyrics. So uh, tune into that as well. Let's hope we're talking about a victory next week, everybody. I'm not going to bet my house on it. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.